Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to The Shit Show. Oh, hi. I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. That's totally awkward random. Kia ora, everyone, and welcome to a unique edition of The Shit Show. I didn't actually think we were going to do one this week, hence why, spoiler, but you only have me today. Um, I just got my wisdom teeth out and I'm currently sitting here. I look like a mix of Handsome Squidward and a chipmunk that has, like, been collecting up all those nuts in their cheeks. I am, like, so swollen. I'm, like, this is the first time I've talked with any sort of vigor or energy. I'm, like, sitting here with a bandage wrapped around my head with ice packs in my cheeks, or on my cheeks, rather. Um, And so I didn't think we were going to do a shit show, but then... If I'm going to be really honest with you, I'm at home because I can't possibly be in public right now. I know I sound a bit odd, um, but I just was like, what else am I going to do while I'm sitting at home than give the people, give the beautiful listeners what they want, which obviously is a sort of mumbled and wisdom toothy version of the shit show. So today... That's what you're getting, and it's just me, and I hope that's okay, but it's kind of going to have to be. First thing I want to mention is that a bunch of you read our daily newsletter, and so you will know that we've moved over to Substack, which is actually, I think we sort of talked about this last week when we were talking about Twitter and the absolute shit show that that is right now, but the... um. The provider that we have been using to send our newsletters, Review, that's owned by Twitter. And basically, we don't know how much longer that is going to even exist. So we've been wanting to move for ages because Review is just not that good of a product. Um, But as soon as we heard that it might be getting closed down, we were like, well, we actually can't possibly you know, leave all of our sort of wonderful audience and wonderful newsletter subscribers, subscribers, at the mercy of Elon Musk. And so we quite seamlessly moved everyone over. Substack's great because there's a lot more community features. And so yesterday I just, again, in my wisdom teeth recovery boredom, launched a, we call it a shit chat. And it's basically a chat thread that you can do in the Substack app. I think it's just for um, iOS at the moment, but Android is coming soon. And it's real cute. It's just, it's like a big group chat, but it's not toxic because it's not open to everyone. It's just for the newsletter readers, or if you're a podcast listener, you can come and join. 
Everyone's been talking about if they could listen to one song for the rest of their life, what would it be? And it's just so wholesome and cute. And so if you want to come have a chat, just jump into one of the threads, or the only thread at the moment, in our um, Substack chat and come hang out. It's real, real cute. Now, I know we always start with the weirdest thing on the internet this week. And actually, um, Nick Squish has given us a weirdest thing this week. He just wrote, Taylor Lautner married Taylor Lautner. And I don't actually have anything to expand on this, but from what I can gather, um, Taylor Lautner married someone called Taylor. She took his last name. Now there's two Taylor Lautners. Okay. Could have been a bit hyphenation thing going on there, but no, I guess I guess they wanted to make headlines. Um, I actually didn't bring a weirdest thing this week, but forgive me because wisdom teeth and also I'm bringing you all the news this week, but maybe, maybe this could go under my weirdest thing. So this is kind of a follow-up to last week's episode as well, but you remember um, us talking about how pretty soon anyone was going to be able to buy, to buy verification on Twitter for $8. And surprise, surprise, the people on the internet didn't just use this in a really normal and, like, intentioned way they didn't use it the way that Elon wanted them to they used it to impersonate other companies now maybe the most newsworthy or the one that made the most headlines you've all probably seen it was um the fake tweet about insulin from um Eli Lilly or Ali Lilly I don't know how to pronounce that but it's the company it's a big company that produces insulin and For the record, they charge hundreds and hundreds of dollars for vials of insulin that people need to stay alive. So someone bought an account, called it Eli Lilly & Co, and got it the verified tick and said, we are excited to announce insulin is free now. Now that was fake, that tweet, but it looked very real. And so stock prices for this company fucking plummeted and there's an amazing graph that shows it like at the point that I saw the screenshot it was down like 5.2% in a day and like it looked to be on quite a downward downward trend so this is this is you know someone having a bit of fun but causing real world consequences and then on the flip side of that Twitter is ending up losing a bit of money as well because um inside the actual company naturally they were they were panicking because they were going to lose their jobs no they were panicking um and trying to contact twitter to be like take down this fake tweet uh it's not you know doing us any favors which also you charging hundreds of dollars for fucking insulin isn't doing anyone with diabetes or that needs insulin any favors but that's another conversation. Anyway, Twitter didn't get back in time or didn't get back very quickly at all um, in terms of getting rid of this fake account. So by like the next morning, executives at this company had ordered a halt to all Twitter ad campaigns, which is kind of like a serious blow to Twitter because um, they pulled all their like advertising, all their publishing plans like for their own accounts and... I don't know. They just this this whole buy a subscription for eight dollars that Elon was hoping would make him heaps of money has actually ended up surprise surprise costing the company millions, 
billions, I don't know, in fucking revenue that they should be making from ads. So other companies that have decided to pause advertising are like General Motors, Unilever, Pfizer, United Airlines, Audi, Carlsberg. I saw Balenciaga's pulled out. Like they are just losing money or potential money by the millions and all for like Elon to, I don't know, make a point or bring his pipe dream to life. I'm not sure. Um, but that is just, that's both my weirdest thing and and my first news story, I guess, my follow-up to Twitter absolutely fucking eating itself. Now, speaking of bringing pipe dreams to life, um, I don't want to spend much time on this news story, but Donald Trump has announced that he's running for president again. I will read the headline that NPR tweeted when they were announcing the story because I think it sums it up well. It sums it up fine. Breaking. Donald Trump, who tried to overthrow the results of the 2020 presidential election and inspired a deadly riot at the Capitol in a desperate attempt to keep himself in power, has filed to run for president again in 2024. And honestly... I think that's that's all we need to know about him. I hope at the very least he splits the Republican vote and all those fuckwits suffer from him running. I don't know. Um, I don't really care. I just hope that the world has gotten maybe slightly smarter, maybe learnt like one or two lessons from last time, and you know we don't we don't vote him in again. Um, my next story now. This is actually really interesting because it's a story that I wanted to cover, but I really felt like I had to corroborate beforehand, like check that it was correct. So I started seeing and I started getting sent, and I love getting sent stuff like this because it's how I, you know, get a lot of my news. But now you can see that I fact check shit before, you know, we bandwagon or we post it, which is what you should always want from your news sources and why you should pay to support the media you love um you know because we do things like fact check it and we don't give misleading news or we try our best to make sure you are seeing the protocols we use to find good news burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping and that extends to their outdoor collection their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. So I was sent the story about um, Iran sentencing 15,000 protesters to death. Now, that is a huge, huge claim. And this, this whole section is not to undermine what people and protesters in Iran are going through right now. Because as you will hear, there are very real and very scary consequences um, to these people literally risking their lives to stand up for the rights for women in Iran at the moment. But this headline, um, it was going viral on TikTok and on Instagram. But I was like, okay, huge claim, huge claim, 15,000 protesters sentenced to death. I should probably check 
where this has come from and, you know, make sure that I have some backup because inevitably if I posted this, people would be coming for me and asking where my sources were. And fair enough, that's called, like, good media literacy. And so I could only find an article from Newsweek, which has since been edited, everyone, um, that used sort of a similar headline that 15,000 protesters had been sentenced to death. But in the article, it stated that 15,000 Iranian protesters have been arrested in connection to the demonstrations. Um, It's said that they are now facing the death penalty. Now, this isn't entirely incorrect. This is just a bit misleading. So, yes, about 15,000 Iranians that have been protesting have been arrested. That is huge. And that is one part of the story. And then another part of the story was that... um, Calls within the Iranian government to punish these protesters in a way that would sort of deter other people from demonstrating or protesting, um, they'd been quite loud. And so in a letter that was signed by 227 out of 290 members of parliament, um, and this was cited by Iran's state-run press, TV, so again, this, this breaking news is coming from the state as well, Um, But apparently in that letter that was signed by those 227 people, lawmakers were asked to teach those arrested a good lesson to deter other people from joining them in, in protesting. So this letter was signed by all these people basically saying that they were going to go to a huge degree um, to deter people from protesting. And so that was then conflated with this 15,000 Iranians being arrested and people put two and two together and, and, and this Newsweek article did as well, which is why, fair enough, people took it and did sort of run with it, um, that these 15,000 people that were arrested were now sentenced to the death penalty. Now, I don't know where the word sentenced came into this. I think that might have been just thrown in there and you know while this was going around on social media but basically no one had actually reported and it's not true that 15,000 people had been sentenced but 15,000 people those that had been arrested are facing you know really really dangerous really dangerous consequences um because you know lawmakers have said that they will use harsh penalties um, on these protesters. But, you know, nowhere did it say that 15,000 people had been sentenced to death, which was the claim that I was really, really trying to trying to fact-check and trying to corroborate before, you know, it went any more viral and before we shared anything about it. Now, in saying this, the Wall Street Journal has actually just confirmed that Iran has issued its first known death sentence to a protester. And also, you know, as scary as it is, I am, I'm not confident that it's going to be the first, or that it even is the first um, death sentence we've seen. It's the first we know about. It certainly won't be the last, unfortunately. But, you know, we, there's a lot that we don't know behind um, closed doors. And so, yeah, while this 15,000 people figure is referring to the number of, peop- number of people arrested during the protests, um, 
there's there's nothing saying that they won't then you know be subject to really really awful awful consequences and some of them potentially being the death penalty the iranian government is actually known to be um the second biggest user of the death penalty in the world, second only to China. Last year, they put 333 people to death. And I think that might be um, less than 20% of the amount of people that actually got put to death. So we're just, we're only knowing a fraction of, um, of people that the death penalty were used on last year. But 333 is still huge. It's still, you know, one of the biggest in the world. So so it's not it's not unlikely that they will use this form of punishment on protesters, especially if they're trying to make a point. Um, the UN have condemned this. The UN have actually asked Iran, you know, to not use this penalty as a means of deterrence, as a means of deterring demonstrations. Um, so there is, you know, there is weight behind these claims. It was just that that figure that's really sens- sensationalised um, came from a different place. And saying that, 15,000 people being arrested for pro- protesting is a fuckload of people and it's really scary. And I, I want to keep following this story, obviously, because... It's really important. It's really brave. A lot of these people protesting are teenage women and teenage girls. And I just think that is one of the bravest things you can do. And so I want to be talking about it. I just want to make sure make sure that, you know, we're hearing the right facts so we can show up in the right ways. And I will continue to do this for you all um, so you can, you know, continue to trust us in the daily newsletter and the shit show or on Instagram. Um, I'll be there on the other end taking this job very seriously as I do because we're talking about very serious things. Now, my next um, story that I wanted to talk about, again, this is more of just a headline than a story. Um, The world's population just hit... 8 billion. So that is, that's bananas. Hot take, but the world is growing fast. And another hot take, how, um, how long do we reckon that the world can keep up with this? I don't reckon the world can keep up with, you know, this type of population growth for that long. But again, we shall wait and see and we can only do what we can to protect our wonderful world and to protect its longevity but yeah eight billion people and I saw a really funny tweet that it was like and all of them are in the queue on Ticketmaster to get tickets to Taylor Swift's Eras tour did you all see that some of you listening were probably in the lines but oh my god it looked like the most stressful time I've ever seen I saw people waiting you know in the queue behind 2,000 people and I was just I was just a bit shook. Um, My next story is the latest in big tech layoffs. Uh, So we've heard that Twitter laid off a whole lot of people, then asked some to come back. Who knows what they're up to now. And then we uh, saw Meta laying off uh, 11,000 people. And then we saw Amazon um, just the other day saying that they are going to have to lay off 10,000 people in corporate and technology jobs. So again, tis the season for some big tech layoffs. 
Um, don't worry though. And maybe this doubles as a good news story. Maybe not. But Jeff Bezos has pledged to give away most of his wealth during his lifetime towards fighting climate change and reducing inequality. So there's that. Jeff Bezos has also um, given Dolly Parton $100 million from the Bezos Courage and Civility Award. We all love Dolly Parton. We know she does good shit with her money. She's a national treasure. So um, that's kind of good. You know, that is kind of a good news story. Oh, my other good news story. Is this a good news story? Yeah, I think so. It's kind of a random news story. So maybe it should have been in my weirdest thing. But anyway, rats, um, rats are just like us. Scientists have discovered that rats can and will bop along to a musical beat, which is something that was thought to be uniquely human. So researchers at the University of Tokyo played music for 10 rats who had um, who had wireless accelerometers. Never heard that word. Didn't even know I could say that. To measure their head movements um, while they were listening to some music. And they said that rats displayed innate, so without any training or prior exposure to music, beat synchronization. So that's kind of cool. The playlist that they were listening to was K448 by Mozart, Born This Way, Lady Gaga, Another One Bites the Dust, Queen. Now that is, that's an image. That's a great image. Um, the idea that rats are like bopping along to anyway, you all know how it goes. Um, Beat It by Michael Jackson and Sugar by Maroon 5. Now, why did they why did they have to put a Maroon 5 song in there? I don't know. But but it's fine. Um so the reason that they tested this out on rats in the first place, because I was thinking, like, who gives a shit if they can bop, but actually kinda cool. Um, scientists said that basically it provides insights into the animal mind and the origins of music and dance. So that's that's actually cool. Um and honestly, that is a very quick rundown of the news we've been covering this week. I, I've i actually loved sitting here and just doing this for you. I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling really dizzy and it's because I'm on pain meds and it's because I'm like exerting energy that I haven't exerted in a while um, to come on mic for you all. But honestly, like, I, I love being here. If you have liked this ep, maybe consider coming and being a Siska supporter. Um, if you liked the fact checking that we did to make sure we were giving you good and quality news, Come and be a Siska supporter. Um, or just come and hang out in our Substack chats. Come and, you know, share, share the newsletter with everyone you know and everyone you love. That that makes a big difference to us. And otherwise, who knows who I'll be with? Who knows if I'll be less swollen? But I hope I will see you all next week. Love you all. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.